0: Everyone, and thank you for clicking into this podcast for our Go Week. Uh, We are sharing conversations with our local Christian partnerships. Uh, These partnerships help with spreading the gospel and the good news and the work of Jesus in our community and neighborhood. And we have the privilege uh, in this podcast to be talking with Helen representing Dignify, although she always does represent Wellspring in some form, anyway. So, If you didn't already know, my name is David. I'm lead pastor here at Wellspring Church, but enough about me. Let's talk about Dignify. So, Helen, hello, welcome. Tell us a bit about your role and the purpose behind Dignify.
1: Hey, David and everyone. Yeah, thanks for tuning into this. And um, yeah, I do. Obviously, I've got two hats on with Wellspring and Dignify, but Dignify really started as a conversation back in 2017. We had a women's ministry of at Wellspring that was called Flourish and we pressed pause on that to really kind of just catch the father's heart for his daughters to not become event-centric and just keep planning events and it was during that time really that the idea of Dignify sparked and it it came in response to us spending six months of prayer and we heard things like the Me Too movement gathering momentum where sexual objectification and sexual harassment was being um reported by courageous survivors of abuse and we began to ask questions about what was triggering this and what was normalizing it and then we kind of it feels now like it feels like we stumbled upon the reality that pornography being normalized is fueling the normalizing of sexual objectification so then we sort of began this sort of prayerful you know questioning of well could we denormalize pornography and which sounds ludicrous even even as I said but we ran loads and loads of think tanks and the the sort of conclusion of those was that the community of Watford wants to protect our children and young people so we've set up Dignify as a charity in its own right it's it's set up independent of the church um, very intentionally in order to hand on heart be able to say okay this doesn't have religious agenda What this is, it's about cultural transformation. Now, I have, you know, obviously uh, me and my team, we're coming from a very specific um, perspective and a value, and many of the team are connected with Wellspring Church, not all, but, but many. So we come very prayerfully into everything, very wholeheartedly committed to what we understand as healthy relationships to be. But because we've set it up outside of um, the church, what we're finding is we're getting access that we wouldn't otherwise have. So we are now engaging with a lot of secondary schools Across Southwest Hertfordshire and excitingly into some other areas um, around the country. We've got access into colleges. We're now beginning to have access into primary schools. So our the resources we've created are much more effective sort of at secondary school level, but we, we're now beginning primary workshops to say, okay, how can we help children younger not to talk about porn but to be equipped to be digitally resilient and really um, savvy when it comes especially to their mobile phone use it's a massive um, under-resourced under-supported area is is teaching children how to use their mobile phone safely which I know can sound weird but but we're very savvy as parents with computers and less savvy with phones so um, so we're, we're really speaking into that we're doing a lot of work with parents but one of the exciting things that we're finding now is so we've written a charter, so the Dignified Charter, and we're talking in every sphere of Watford about this. So at sort of the governmental level, at business level, at retail, and we're we're doing this because children are stakeholders in our community. So they go to our retail places, they go to our entertainment places, they go, they're future employees, um, you know, of various different businesses. So we've got this charter. And it's it's got three key goals. So we're calling for a relationship reset. That's the, the that's the hashtag relationship reset. Okay. Um, but we've got three key goals. One is we champion healthy relationships. And it's really important for us to dignify that we have a positive message, not just an anti-message. We really, really want to actively champion healthy relationships um, in all the entirety of relationships, which, you know, for the journey we're on at Wellspring, it's really exciting to me because obviously we're talking about authentic relationships. So this just, it just, you know, fits the heartbeat we're also challenging the normalizing of pornography particularly its harmful effects on children and young people so that you know they are front and center of why we're doing this they deserve a better narrative than pornography is presenting for their relationships and then we call out sexual objectification and all its negative consequences because one of the things we've realized is it's not enough to be aware of the problem we have to speak up as part of a solution because silence normalizes and tolerates the problem because we just look the other way and excuse it, whereas calling it out becomes part of the um the solution to our community and, and ushers in transformation hopefully. So that's kind of the essence of what we're doing and why we're doing it and why we get excited about talking about healthy relationships and why we don't mind talking about pornography because it's so important.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah well lots Signifies up to lots and yeah I've been really excited to see um opportunity in the door open in places that we have actually tried in various other forms before where the doors haven't opened but here they haven't actually you've opened up ways for us even to engage in some other areas for youth work so this is fantastic and um I I'm I'm really interested in hearing some uh testimonies or feedback about some of the lessons and interactions with um young people and students you've had the opportunity to. So would you mind sharing a bit about that Helen?
1: Yeah definitely. So this is this is one of the sort of the surprising benefits that I get to hang around now with a whole load of young people. <laughs> and you know, I started my working years um way back decades ago as a youth worker and Young people have always been, you know, a passion, and I, I like hanging out with them. And now I get to do schools work, which is just, just an utter thrill. And we have fantastic conversations because one of the things that we can do that teachers can't is we can talk to um, children and young people in a very safe way that we can we can have what some teachers would feel awkward and embarrassed about because we don't have to go on and teach them geography. So if we are talking about pornography you know, know, everybody knows if you're talking about pornography, you've got to talk about things like masturbation and you've got to talk about, you know, how people are relating online and offline. Well, a teacher doesn't necessarily want to talk about that and then go (laughs) teach about maths or English or geography. So, you know, they can outsource these conversations. And at the end of every session so far, young people have kind of come up at the end to speak to us privately. So we have a very open dialogue in the sessions, whether those sessions are for, you know, 30 or 300, you know, which is the largest session we've done. Um, It's a very positive, fast-paced, authentic kind of context. But but young people come up to me and they ask amazingly brilliant questions. So one one lad came up. So he would be around 15, 16. And he came up and he said, how can I date someone? How can I ask someone out on a date without objectifying them? That's just such a great question. Because, because what he's thinking is this. Okay, if I'm going to ask a girl out, I have to fancy her. If I have to fancy her, what is stopping me from objectifying her? Because I'm basically looking at her and going, well, she's fit. Isn't she? I'd like to go out with her. So this is just such a fantastic yeah. question. Because then you can sort of lean into this conversation and talk about, how to how we can be attracted to people how brilliantly normal that is to be physically attracted but how there's so much more to one young person than just you know how they look um, and i i think that's just it, it's just a, a brilliantly well engaged question we also i another lab came up to me um at the end of um one session and we've been talking about um nudes and sexting and consent and sort of all this sort of you know complicated um area and He came up and he he talked about two young people that he knows. He talked about one of his stories. So I genuinely know he wasn't just sort of coming up and saying, can I talk about a friend when he was talking about himself? He was genuinely talking about friends. (laughs) He had two two friends who were, again, around the age of 16 and they had um, sent some sexually explicit material between themselves um, when they were drunk. And then they were regretting it. And it was like, who's responsible Who's responsible? When they both done this thing, and they were both drunk, and then there was some physical activities that had happened that they regretted, but it happened when they were drunk. They both initially consented. You know who? And again, this is just such a fantastic conversation to get into um, with young people, like who is responsible for what? Because our culture typically victim shames and we victim blame. So the girl is asking for it because she's wearing that. And we, we teach our girls how to, I'm going to be a bit base now, but to teach girls how not to be raped is kind of this standard conversation, carry your keys, let someone know where you're going, don't go out late at night, or et cetera, et cetera. But what we're not doing is, again, this is, forgive the, if this is, sounds a bit shocking, I'm not doing it deliberately, it's just the only way to say it, but we don't teach our boys how not to rape. Now, that might, in our context, it might seem more obvious that of course they would know that they're not meant to do that, but actually boys need to be taught not what porn models they need to be taught a different narrative of respect of um engagement of the value of consent etc so when this lab came up and was saying okay who's responsible it's just such a fantastic Way to then talk about okay, well, who is responsible for what? What is a guy responsible for? What is a girl responsible for? What are people in their partnerships responsible for? And it, it's just so life giving. So um, young people do want to talk about these things, um, and you know they're they're willing to talk to the likes of likes of me. So they're definitely we can we can help them talk to parents and youth workers because if they'll talk to me, they can talk to anyone. Um, so it's it's just very exciting. Yeah, it's, it's really great to hear that. The,
0: like real conversations and real like good opportunity and providing the right context to have them. This is a fantastic thing. And you've already mentioned um, a few Wellspringers are already involved. I was wondering if you could share more about how those who are listening could be more involved or support the work of Dignify.
1: Oh, love it. So look, we, we need... Um several things we need gifts in the form of talent and time so there are people who have got time and talent who could really help us not not specifically in youth work delivery although they might want to do that um so we do have session workers so they might want to join a session worker team and be trained up to go into schools but they might also be really good at say social media they might be good at hr and the human resources because we're a growing team and we want to get it right from the ground level up they might have skills and talents um, in legal research and understanding because, you know, we want to get some of the law influenced. So to have somebody who loves research, who loves, you know, looking at age verification, all these legal ramifications. Um, so different passions could come in and align if they've got some time and some talent that they could, they could give. You know, we're a small charity, as with every charity, um, you, you know, we're always wanting financial supporters wellspring church is amazing in it's you know standing with us already um so i say that with both hats on knowing look wellspring is already giving and if people listening are regularly tithing to wellspring church and regularly giving to wellspring church they are already giving to us so thank you for your giving already if they want to give more you know we're happy to guide them our website is dignified.org Brilliant.
0: Um,
1: but those are key things we also really really want prayer support so, we don't publicize this, although I'm just about to go live on a on a podcast so how ironic is that but um, we have a group of people who pray for dignify um and they they've just committed to praying for the work of dignify and and what we do and i can I can link you to them if you want to um get in touch so people can get in touch with me. So my email is helen at dignify.org with this hat on. Um, yeah. Or you can go over on a website and there's a Let talk email. You can get me through the church. You all know how to find me. Um, but I can link you um to Geraldine who heads up our prayer and she would more than happily um keep you in the loop of what's going on so that you could pray. So so really time, talent, um giving and prayer are the key ways and and to to champion and amplify our message so um one of the things we really need is people to amplify our message to you know to to jump onto social media to to repost things to you know help that to to see how they could maybe adopt the charter um into their businesses their family their context of work their community areas you know how we could just really amplify what we're trying to do because together we can see communities transformed. and this is this is the front line this is like the coal face of authentic relationships is getting this embedded into our community so that we can help the next generation thrive.
0: Fantastic. Well, I hope that was clear to people listening. And uh, just before, I think it's always good for those, not just in this podcast, but for those listening, we're going to take some time out now just to pray for you, Helen, and for Dignify. But I just wanted to give the opportunity, is there anything else or a takeaway or just to re-highlight something for our listeners to to keep hold of uh, before we pray?
1: Why don't they jump onto our website and sign up to get our regular email and to really connect personally with what's going on um, so that it's not just hearsay or, you know, once in a while when we bring their attention, but they really start journeying with us. Brilliant. That's www.dignify.org.
0: Fantastic and I'm sure we'll make links as part of our go week you'll see things so it'll be linked and I'm sure actually even on our website Wellspring website we link so brilliant. Well let's take some time out now to pray for Helen and the work of Dignify. Heavenly Father I want to thank you for your love and your care for each and every person. I thank you, Father, that you formed us to have healthy relationships. And I want to thank you for the purpose of Dignify, Lord God, for this relationship reset to promote and champion healthy relationships and I pray your blessing over Helen and the team Lord God we give you thanks and praise for the doors and the opportunities that we've even heard testimonies of uh, in this podcast but Lord God we just ask for more Father we ask that relationships would continue to promote healthy ways of conversation healthy ways of interacting healthy ways of going about life Lord And I pray also for this charter, Lord God, that there would be continued favour in this conversation as we establish it across um, our locality and even further afield. Lord God, thank you for all those people who are invested. Thank you for all those people who are involved. Thank you, Father, for every part and every uh, person and the part they play. And I pray, Father, that you fill them with your spirit. Lord God, that you would strengthen them, that you renew them, Lord God, to continue doing this amazing work. And Lord God, we do ask that Jesus would be glorified in it and through it. It's all for your glory. And I pray it is for the good of all those who take part as well. So have your way in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thanks, David. (laughs) Thank you.